Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Erica. Hi. Always great to have you here in your own home. Thank you. You know, if we ever actually start making money on this, we're going to have to call her. (laughs) We're actually going to have to call her a host. Although- no, special guest, special guest. <laughs> it's a 50-50 split. You two are 150 and I'm the other. Yeah, it's not <laughs> So where do we want to start tonight, guys? Mm, well, I figure we should probably start with the Saudis blatantly murdering a journalist. And the WWE implications? <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, Yeah. It's cool. This is one of those things that every country does, but you're not supposed to get caught. No. I don't think every country does it, dear. Everyone kind of does this stuff. Murdering people that you don't want to disappear. Murdering people? Yeah, sure. Murdering journalists? Because they talk nasty about your boy who's I buying feel, all your shit. I feel I feel like Putin probably put a call in and he's like, hey, guys, look, eh, you could do this better. I can give you some pointers. Yeah, uh, not, not so blatant next time. Uh, more subtle. subtle. Well, well, what's ridiculous about it is that they knew they could get away with it to such a degree that they didn't care if they got caught. Oh, and it's all out there now. Nothing's going to happen. No. No, no, there's going to be severe, severe consequences. consequences, Erica. Sure. Severe. Like making, uh, what the We're fuck gonna is cut this, the, the prince's name? Make him hold the, the the thing that says how much money they're all going to get? That was the best with the, it was like the board of all the things they're buying and how much it's going to cost. And the prince just starts laughing his ass off. Yeah, he's like, I didn't know it was this easy <laughs> to manipulate these idiots. Everybody said it was so hard. All I have to do is give these dumb Americans money and they'll do whatever I want. That's that's the basic thesis for America, yes. That's about right. But we have strong moral values. No, we don't. And we have lines that can't be crossed. If anybody still thinks that America has strong moral values... Then they're probably a MAGA idiot. <laughs> Do you think uh, there's any chance the WWE cancels? No, this show? of course not. Unless no, 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 no. It's not gonna happen because it's it's affiliated with Trump, right? And Trump doesn't give a shit. He's just gonna be like Linda, tell your husband and just keep doing it. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Go ahead. I wonder if now that they publicly admitted it. Maybe now Trump will tell them they they can't. I wonder if that'll be enough. No chance. No. Trump doesn't give a shit. No chance in hell. Well, Trump doesn't give a shit, but someone might tell him he needs to do something. No, but it's in the interest of making money. So I thought I was reading something. WWE stands to lose a fair amount of cash, like $12 million, something like that. Well, each show is... They're supposedly being paid... 45 to 50 million a show but that's not profit i mean they're 
I've heard one spe- one analyst speculated they're only going to make two to three million on this show when all's said and done. Now maybe it'll be Still more on future on the shows, table, right? Which is why they're worried about it. Well, and there's probably a lot of money they've put out that they would lose if they didn't do the show. So even though it's pro- it's I'm sure it's not a matter of oh we just don't get paid. It's a matter of there's debts that need to be covered now. They're still going to go ahead with it. Of course. I think it was what on Monday night I was reading that they just don't they don't mention that it's in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, they just stopped saying Saudi Arabia on both shows. Like oh, they'll they'll just forget. Everyone, but they're still every, doing, everyone will just forget. They're still doing the World Cup to determine the best in the world. Oh, the World Cup with uh, all, all the Americans. Americans. To determine the best in the world, Erica, but your champion isn't involved. Well. But it determines the best in the world. Why Why would you have your champion involved in that? Why would mm. you do that? That's a good point. That doesn't make any sense. Why? What? What? Is Chris Jericho involved? No, I don't think he's getting any phone calls anymore. And I don't think uh, Punk is going to be there. So uh, <laughs> it's this uh, best in the world business. I'm the best in the world until WWE stops calling. <laughs> uh, he's working with that Japan one. Yeah, he can't come over here anymore. Apparently, there's been some problems in New Japan since they switched management. Yeah. Uh, it seems like the people they put in charge have no experience in pro wrestling. So a lot of... Feathers, feathers are being ruffled. That's not good. And people who previously maybe were staying for sure are maybe now not so much anymore. Thinking, well, if I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do here, then I'll just go take the money elsewhere. That's unfortunate. That uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. You can't begrudge people wanting to make money, but what happened? What did they do? There's nothing specific. It's just like saying things that you shouldn't be saying or not being given proper respect that you feel you've earned. Things like that. Okay. You know wrestling's a weird Yeah, business. I know. I know. I know. Well, and that's one of the things about the Saudi Arabia deal and this whole Crown Jewel show. I think the thing that a lot of people forget is Vince is like a really strange guy. And he doesn't live in the real world with the rest of us. No. Like, all the only things he ever thinks about are WWE related. He doesn't, like, pick up the paper and read the world news. The only things he's worried about are the things that's going to affect him, or it's going to give him calls from sponsors, or he's going to get calls from the fucking president, you know, or dumb shit like that. Or Fox is going to tell him the show needs to be more sports-like. Ruh-roh! That's the only things he's worried about. He th- this journalist didn't get killed in his world. It's just that it's now affecting his business, potentially. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm, I'm fully aware that Vince McMahon does not give a shit. Well, let's be real. Most people don't. Yeah. Most people could give a shit that a journalist was murdered blatantly it's just another political game being played mm-hmm. one of many well i mean you also have a president who is calling for his 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 cult to beat up on journalists and beat the hell out of them and then it, when something happens he's like oh well I, I didn't say anything what are you talking about i guarantee you at some point trump has thought to himself fuck i should have done that 
Hmm. Uh, killed, a, killed a journalist. I'm oh, yeah. sure he thought that. I'm sure he has. On Fifth Avenue. <laughs> well, we were in a fist fight, and I accidentally cut his head off. With a bone saw. That I keep on me at all times. Four fist fights. Very important. That's and the best I... part of this. They, they were in a fist. So why was the bone saw there? Uh, you're going to Crown Jewel, right? <laughs> <laughs> you hear about that? We're very progressive. I don't know if very. you this. We let women drive. We're a progressive, beautiful country. Was it in Iran where they let women go to a soccer game and now they've said they can't go anymore because they'll get too excited by the half-naked men? I mean, it does happen, to be fair. That's, yeah. You know, it is what it is. Well, how 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 excited is too excited? Like jumping out of the stands to just go rape them on the spot. Because that happens a lot, you know. You can't, you just can't control yourself. Alex, did you watch Jack Ryan? I have not. I heard Erica was a big fan. <laughs> one, That's one way to put it. One, you're Jim Halpert, and you're always going to be Jim Halpert. I appreciate you raging against the machine and trying not to be Jim Halpert, but you're Jim. You're always going to be Jim, man. Get a deal. Just like Rain Wilson, you're Dwight, man. You're always going to be Dwight. Kramer was always Kramer. You're always going to be Dwight. <coughs> uh, no, that show was just like... A little too much for me. I think I sat through like three episodes and he was about ready to stab me in the face from all the commentary. I, I refused to watch it. With, I got I got her. fired from the show. She, I kicked her out. What was the commentary? It's all just so contrived and so... I, I, yeah. This would never happen. This is so fake. Not even that. Like I love when people watch pro wrestling. They're like, that he's helping him. Yeah. Yeah, dummy. Yeah, he is. Like, no one watches a TV show and goes, this is so stupid. They couldn't win that fight. Not in that context, no. <laughs> but there are some instances where it's like, wow, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <coughs> um, but, uh, no, professional wrestling is a performance between two or four or however many dudes are in the ring or chicks are in the ring. So, yeah, you're buying into the universe, whatever. Yes, he's helping him. It's what the, the whole fucking thing is, dude. If you can't buy into that, you really just shouldn't be watching. That's the strange thing about pro wrestling, too, is if it breaks down and suddenly it looks like they're actually in a real struggle, it's like, what's going on? Well, right, exactly. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck, somebody's hurt, or what the hell happened, or he's going into business for himself. They finally aired that thing on the Mae Young Classic from this year where Tegan Knox's knee just, like, fucking exploded. You know, like I don't, I you can't obviously see anything, but Still. like everything tore. Her kneecap was displaced. I'm sure that was quite fun. Oh yeah, and I'm sure uh, WWE's wonderful health insurance package uh, will take care of that for her. Can we talk about how like so many of society's like ills could be taken care of if people were smart enough to realize that if they banded together. And like demanded a higher wage and demanded better treatment and demanded health care. That they'd probably get it and things would just be better. No, unions are bad, Erica. Well, I will say that a lot of unions are bad because all they give a shit about is organizing and taking your fucking money. 
when you're doing the thing that the, uh, the, the, the union busters are saying that you do, you got to reevaluate. You got to step back and reevaluate. Yes. There's some good unions out there. I'm not saying that they're all shitty, but I worked for one of the shitty ones, so I know what I'm talking about. I, I saw something interesting today suggesting that uh, WWE wrestlers should try to unionize with the Screen Actors Guild. They should. They're actors. Makes sense. Why not? I think that makes a lot of sense. They'd all be fired. Instantly. <laughs> I mean, they'd all be fired. Or they'd do the whole thing where they try the, we're a family here and we got to work together as a team towards a common goal. <laughs> to shift topics for a moment, Bob, I wanted to tell you something. Yes. I watched something since it was leaving Netflix. Oh, yeah. (gasps) For the podcast. Did you really? Of course I did. Yes. (laughs) Yay. I knew this would bring great joy. I'm like legitimately like super happy. I've been waiting for the podcast to tell you that I watched One Punch Man. You can actually hear the joy in my voice. I like like my heart is full. What do you think? thought it was fine and now i'm back down to normal. <laughs> <laughs> no the, the art's really good and i think the voice actors were flawlessly casted i think everyone sounds exactly as they should i could never watch it in english no because there's no way they could do this good of a job <laughs> no 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 I, yeah that's just uh it, it's like uh the original uh or akira i can't watch akira in english because i've just I've always watched it with the Japanese voice actors, and I find them to be perfect. Kaneda! You're just not getting those great screams, man! Like, Tetsuo! Anyway. Oh, they're actually showing that at uh, the Music Box at a midnight show sometime in December, if you're interested in going. Maybe. I have it on 4K Blu-ray. I know. Well, it's but probably... seeing it in the theater would be pretty cool. Especially since someone has never seen it before. Anytime you want to watch it, Bob, you just let me know. Oh, that opening sequence on the bikes... The With the music awesome. going, yeah, that's oh, Kira's great. This, this this feels like the this One Punch Man feels like the first anime I've seen in a long time, where the art is actually really good. Because when you go back and you watch like Dragon Ball Z or Evangelion or Cowboy Bebop, it's like where did all the style go in anime? Because a lot of these shows that I'm naming are like twenty years or more, twenty or thirty years old. And it's like, why was the art and the style so much better and more unique? And now it looks like you hired like 14 year olds to draw. Well, because they probably figured, oh, we can do this for cheaper by hiring like not as good artists. Yeah. It's probably exactly what Or just happened. rushing good artists. Or rushing, right. You know. Putting people under these like insane... Uh, well, it's like it's like watching Super where one episode, the art's like unbelievable. Well, there was some unforgivable shit at the beginning of Super. <laughs> well, it was really bad at the beginning of Super, yeah. And then the next episode, it'll be gr- terrible. Speaking of like... Super, though, I got a great text message the other day uh, regarding the baseball episode from uh, one Jack. <laughs> what did he like, think? you finally got there. Oh, he loved it. It was great. It's one of the best episodes. It's easily the best filler episode of Dragon Ball ever. If if I ever, if I have another day during one of my snowboarding trips this year where the snow is just shit and I'm by myself, I will catch up on Super. 
I'm looking forward to your knee exploding like Tegan Knox's. That's gonna be a good day. I enjoyed Super. Super was a lot of fun. I gotta get. Pa- I gotta get past the movie stuff. Just don't watch it. I can't not oh, like, okay. because it's it's like it's there's a checkbox, and I've got to check it. I mean, I'll tell you, they don't like fix what they did at the end of Resurrection F. They do the same fucking thing I, to the fury of I, me. I just I can't. I can't not. I I've got it. I've just. Do they have the great Metal Frieza song in the show? I didn't watch those episodes. Mm, that song's I don't know. great. I fucking love that song. I just flip I it on at work remember. every now and again, and it's just like it's like having coffee. <laughs> so, well, but One Punch Man. One Punch Man. I th- I mean I I get the whole thing of the show that it's like they're turning the shonen genre on its head. Yeah. But then I kept waiting. I'm like, okay. Are they going to disrupt your expectations of this show at any point? And they never do. It's like the same thing the whole way through. And I enjoyed it for what it was, but it doesn't hold up to any of those other animes that I mentioned. I mean, maybe with I don't know that I would seasons agree. or whatever. They do have season two coming in April. Maybe it'll, you know, improve and they'll do something to change up the formula a little bit. I mean... But, like, basically the... the So, spoiler alert. I'll wait, like, five seconds before I mention this, if anyone cares. And it's if, it's if, been if, out if, for if, a minute, so... Yeah, whatever. I so, if you right. don't want to hear this, but whatever. At the end, the One Punch Man... Is it Shimada? Uh, Saitama. Saitama, sorry. He finally comes up against someone that takes more than one punch... But not really, because we find out that he just really wasn't trying. So it's like the whole way through, he just smashes everyone. And I don't know. I just wanted something to happen. I don't know what I wanted to happen. But something other than just. I I enjoyed it for what it was, but every episode was very much the same. Uh, I thought the comedy elements were like good, but there was nothing that was laugh out loud hilarious disagree like what in that first episode where it's the brothers it's the one's a giant the other's a scientist he slaps that popped me hard the first time i watched it i was dying i i think a lot of like just uh the voice actor for genos a lot of his deliveries i found hysterical i did like the whole scene where he's giving him his whole life story (laughs) and he's just talking and he's talking and he's talking and he's talking and he's he's finally like enough 20 words or less um no i really like that final fight though the animation in it is like stupidly gorgeous yeah the animation is really great um the animation and the I would say the animation and the voice acting's or voice acting are the two standouts of the show. Well, I also say it's twelve episodes. It's very so fast. It's you can not burn right through it. Right. It's it's not going to take up a lot of your time. I would recommend that anybody who is a fan of those shonen style like shows should watch One Punch Man. Well, and and a lot of the characters in it are just ridiculous, and they make me smile like. Metal Bat. Metal Bat is the greatest character in the history of anime. Or the tank tops. (laughs) I like Tornado. I want more to be done with her. As it go, we've been reading because Bob went out and bought all of the manga. We've been. (laughs) (laughs) I walked downstairs one day and I was just like, "Are you serious?" Alex, 
So there are 14. The best customer. There are 14 manga uh, published uh, in English. So I went to Barnes and Noble and bought all 14. And I'm walking through the store. That's with, not the full story. He went to two Barnes and Nobles so he could buy all of them. Okay, so the first Barnes and Noble I went to only had one through 13. They were sold out of 14. But I had, so I had to go to another Barnes and Noble to get 14. But, so I'm walking through the Barnes and Noble with 13 of these manga, like, in a stack. Bob is also a bearded gentleman in his 30s. And People some, are like, what a geek. <laughs> one of the employees just stops and he's like, do we need to order you more? And I kind of chuckle, and I'm like, nah. She's like, no, really, we can order you more if you want. <laughs> well, it's like, why would I need more than one issue? Like, I, I have them all. They're, do you see? They're like, Stop mocking me. And issue 15 will come out January 1st in the States. I am tempted to learn Japanese so I can read up to issue 18 published Japanese. Yeah, he, what an easy undertaking. He really is the best customer, isn't oh, he? Oh, he's for sure. Once you have him, yeah. once you have him, you, you've got him, and you're good. Could you imagine if Bob loved WWE, how much money they could make off of him? Bob like, would be that fucking dork walking around with the big title belt, <laughs> the Roman Reigns gauntlets, all the, the John Cena shirt, the headbands. Though, during the Daniel be, Bryan run, you had cock- a lot of that shit. He'd be cocking his fist. Oh, and then we'd get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? No, I think it's definitely worth a watch. Like, for me, it grabbed me before the first credit sequence. That whole with, what is it, Vaccine Man? <laughs> and just the, 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 explo- the, the horrific violence when he punches them. Just, yeah. I really liked when he put his head down to get the mole guy. (laughs) That made me smile. I think it was a good show. Just for me, I like shows where there's a little bit more under the surface. And this is a very surface level show. It is what it is. From what I've read of the manga, and I haven't gotten all the way through, you do start to get into like... A little bit more about the world and like the other characters. There's a lot more with just from reading the manga. There's a lot more like implied that like the hero associations very shady. And, you get more of that as you, you go know, forward, and, and you really only get a little bit of that in the the first season of the show. Yeah, but I think it does. It ramps up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Metal Bed is the greatest. I do think there are a lot of things set up in the show that it's like, okay, you're you are gonna have to pay these off Eventually. relatively quickly mm-hmm. because this does not have the legs of a, you know, a, 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 a hundred fifty episode run. Well, and I'm curious to see if because now they've got some distance from the manga. Because mm-hmm. it's been like four years since the first season. It's been a while. Uh, they're doing that Attack on Titan timeline. So I don't know if they're just going to keep slow playing it or if they're going to start kind of producing a little bit more. I'm a little concerned because Madhouse isn't doing the animation for the next season. It's a different... Mm. Uh, yeah. Which is a shame because Madhouse is fucking great. Asking price was too high. 
Maybe. <laughs> Had to move on. Oh, what they what they do with Saitama, though, is just great. When he gets serious. I love serious Saitama. <laughs> it's, it's delightful. I enjoy the hell out of it. Makes have me you, smile. Have you ever watched Ghost in the Shell standalone complex, Bob? No. Oh. You didn't even catch like an episode in college? No. How? I was too busy getting drunk. Yeah, so was I. I still managed to watch some of Standalone Complex. The two seasons of that are some of the best anime ever made. Easily. Well, Bob, what anime have you watched? The list is not long. One Punch Man. One Punch Man. He's watched all of Dragon Ball Z. And Evangelion. Is that it? I watched a little Big O. Big O was solid. I liked Big O. It was a good show. That eventually got a second season too, didn't it? I think so. Um, and then there were probably like a handful of things that were like on Toonami or something. And you watched Pokemon. Everybody watched Pokemon. So you haven't watched Ghost in the Shell and you haven't watched Cowboy Bebop. No. That's actually on my wish list because I want to rewatch that. It's been a minute since I've watched Cowboy Bebop and like Outlaw Star and Shamurai Champloo and all that shit. Well, a lot of those shows like, like, Ghost in the Shell and Cowboy Bebop, they have great English uh, dubs as well. Well, that is one thing that I do struggle with. Uh, now, One Punch Man engaged me well enough that... You did lament, though, when we first turned it on... That I did not have a, a That dub. you were going to have to read it. Yeah. But And I've never listened to the English dub, and it's possible that it's fine, but I did... No. no. Well, no, now I couldn't. No. Because it's just not, it's not how Saitama sounds. That's not how Genos sounds. That is not how the Deep Sea King sounds. Go fuck yourself. How's that? Yeah, they did do the thing with that Deep Sea King where the, that was like Goku showing up for a fight. <laughs> like everyone's got to get their ass Exactly. Whooped. That's why it's great. And then the Goku shows up at the last minute to save the day. Oh, Moomin Rider. When they first introduce him with that sick guitar sting. <laughs> When he's saving the kitty or the balloon out of the tree. Well, I'm waiting for the eventual um, all of the shitty heroes are going to go attack Saitama and he's just going to kill them all. Probably. Like, (laughs) it'll be great. That's probably what's going to end up happening. I don't know. We'll see. I'm interested to see where they take it. Well, there was that tease at the end of the season that the rank one A class is much stronger than he's letting on. Yeah. They talk about that a little bit more in the manga. Um, but they don't, they don't, they haven't really done anything with it yet. But obviously, he's no punch punch man. <laughs> he's cheating. Well, there was there's a there's <laughs> he's a, cheating his way up the ranks. There's a there's a a scene in the manga where he um he comes uh to this. Did you get to um the blizzards? Or where yeah. they have to game with the gaming. Yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. So she's like, you show up and we're going to have a competition and whoever wins got to do what the other person says. So he comes assuming it's going to be a fight of some sort. And he shows up with all of, with like a lot of the class S's and the, and these people that he's showing up against are all class B's like he is in at that point in time. And he, and they're like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, it's good. I, I, I find it interesting. And I, I think, you know, season one for me was about a lot of really 
wonderful laughs and like on a twisted kind of level. But I think there's a lot of interesting stuff that they can do with it and kind of be a little more serious with it if they want to. Mm-hmm. Well, and it does get not like super serious, but I, I think you'll start to see some more of that depth that you're looking for. I mean, it's never going to be like, you know, crazy deep or anything because it's fucking One Punch Man. But I think you'll get a little bit more of that with the second season. I'm looking forward to it. So you two wanted to talk about Rockstar having people work 100 hour how 100 hour weeks? Well, Alec- well, I think that kind of ties into what I said earlier. Like if these people joined a, or like tried to form a union, you know, if you could get like the majority of the workers involved in that, then shit like this you you could have like agreements against this kind of crap. Well, what's what's crazy about it is there there was a huge there was a big shift in in the way in the work world with the advent of you know uh technology and computers and by technology i mean computer technology and when you're having programmers and in the early days techno or those early programmers they were they were like artists and there was there was a mystique to them and they would get percentages and they were as much a part of defining what the business is going to be as much as they were actually programmers today. Um, unless you're starting your own company, um, programmers are just line workers. Didn't rockstar claim that a lot of their workforce is getting points though on sales. They might, I don't know. But, you know, that's fine and all, but, and they did claim, the the CEO came out and said, oh, well, you know, I wasn't referring to the, to most employees. He was saying he was being hyperbolic. Well, he was saying he was referring to himself and to, like, the lead writers. Horseshit. Exactly. Go fuck yourself, dude. Right. it's, It's one of those situations where even if you're not saying to people that you need to work these crazy hours... If the guy you're working next to on one side of you is working 100-hour weeks and the girl on your left is working 100-hour weeks, you can't work a 40-hour week. No. They'll just replace you. Well, no. It's all... It's through... It's not coming out and saying it. It's through intimidation. It's through not necessarily fear, but like you said, it's, you know, we're making everybody... Oh, guys, we really got to... Come together. We're like a, you know, real, we're a family. We're a family. We really got to come together and work. Oh, it's over. We're done. Oh yeah, you guys are all fired. Yeah, go. <laughs> well, yeah. it's you're a, laid it's off. A, you can leave. It's another Bye. one of those problems of one of those. It's similar in, to in wrestling where you get people doing something they love to do, like people and who you manipulate them. Right. right. People who make games typically genuinely love making. I games. will say though, people get into acting because they love acting. Actors have a fucking union. Yeah. Well, it's been long established. That's the problem. Well, it's hard to establish a union. Mm -hmm. And some people are, it's built on the backs of the people who came before you, but it's, it's a movement. It's not all going to happen right at once, you Mm -hmm. know? And you got to get people on board with it. And a lot of people aren't for whatever fucking reason. It's no, I want to do this. So I'll work for half of what that guy's doing. And I'll, I'll literally kill myself working for you. When game development is like any other industry or any other job where there are people 
of varying skill levels doing the same job. Mm-hmm. And when you have the top tier people, in theory, you should really want to hang on to them. Otherwise, you start to run into long term issues at one point. And, you know, one of the big problems like Call of Duty ran into, for example, was after Modern Warfare 2. Activision owed a lot of the people in Infinity Ward X amount of money off sales. And that game was a ridiculous success. And they didn't pay them what they were owed. And so basically every lead at the studio, including the two people running the studio, all quit. And they sued them. And that's an example right there. And then, you know, Call of Duty basically immediately went into the toilet because you just lost your flagship studio. Well, you can't fuck people over that way either. Yeah. Like, you can't be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to shit on your head and you need to tell me thank you for the hat. No, fuck you. This is what we agreed to. Pay me my fucking money. Well, what I think, what there's like, one, these people should be unionizing. Correct. Um, it, it is insane to me that programmers, um, the vast majority of program, I've never heard of any programmer union, um, are not are not unionized. And I, I think there is a you know there's a negative perception of uh, unions. Oh, that's for blue collar, and I'm white collar. It's like, are you though? No, you're you're working an assembly line. You just you're do being, it with you're, and you're code. being worked like a fucking right. dog. And for what? Like if you have a percentage. Then you have your own motivation, but if you don't even have, if you don't have a percentage, like, or if you even have one, and they're like, "Up, oh, well, yeah, yeah, sorry," you know, or you know, you then you have to then worry. You have to go fight for it in court, right? Well, there's also no reason that these, and you can get up on my my progressive soapbox that these fucking CEOs and shit should be making hundreds of millions of dollars a year. Okay, what do you do that's so? Above what everybody else is doing, I understand you're making the shareholders money, and that's all we fucking care about. But well, if you work for if you work for a company that has shareholders, and you think that you're part of a family, you're a dumb fuck. You are. You're a dumb fuck. And I I say this knowing full well it applies to everybody who works at WWE as well. Though I do think there's some people there who know the score. But there are some people who buy into that family bullshit, and it's like, you're being taken for a fucking ride, man. Sure sure is funny. Nobody's speaking out about this Saudi Arabia deal, huh? Weird. Strange. Weird. Hmm. Well, it's a, it's a... I will say Sammy did about the first one, but he's injured now, so he's just keeping his mouth shut. Well, it's also easy to manipulate, because you take... you. You get the... Oh, this is your dream job. You've always wanted to do this. You're living your dream, you man. You get the top talent... You pay them insane amounts of money. Um, you treat them really well. Oh, you know who the first union buster in WW fucking E was, don't you? Yeah. And and then they do everything, you know, and then they, they're they your pawn. And they make everyone else little, think, oh, wait, I could be that. Little whiff. Little whiff of a union. Hulk Hogan went running to Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we might make it fair. The thing is Orange with piece of shit. The thing is with something like video game development, why does every game have to turn into this crunch cycle right at the end of the development? Why can't anyone plan? Like if you're a manager or you're the producer 
isn't it your whole job to be able to plan in advance? Okay, we have four years to make Red Alex, Dead Redemption. We have like four years to yeah. make Red Dead Redemption 2. Here's the scope of the work. Here's what we think we can do. And that game got delayed, too, by the way. That game got delayed a year. Well, and don't promise the moon. They plan for crunch. That's the problem. That's my point. They're planning to work people to death. Yeah. Why can't you just, especially if you're a rock star and GTA is just money's falling out of your pockets and out of your safes. It's never enough, though, Alex. That's the thing. Well, it's it's think about made record profits this quarter. So that needs to just be the new norm. Well, here, here here's the, you get to go back to the basic economics behind it. You've got shareholders. Um, I don't know if Rockstar's public or but they probably if not, they I'm sure they have uh, private shareholders. But um, you've got people who are invested in your company. And if they're only making money so long as the stock price continues to rise and there are dividends paid to stockholders. Now, if you've got, you know, thousands upon thousands of people who are invested in your company, if your return, it doesn't matter if you've got, let's say you make a billion dollars in profit, but once you start splitting it amongst a huge number of investors, those returns end up being fairly minimal. So it gets back to, um, rising stock price and the only way for the stock price to rise is to have record profits year after year if i may cut in rockstar is a a subsidiary of take two and take two is a publicly traded company okay that yeah that makes sense so you're put in a situation where and if and if the investors aren't going to make money off of it they're going to sell their stock and you know to be honest that makes sense you know, if I if I had a a bucket of money invested in something, and I'm looking at my returns, and I could make more money in other places, of course I'm going to move it. The problem with this model is that there's no way to escape that. You know, you could, in theory, as a company, buy back all of your stock, and then you could operate um on just what your profit is if you could manage to actually come up with that level of cash there's nothing there's no mechanism in place to come out of the market really um in a reasonable way so you're you're stuck in this cycle where you have to you have to keep making record profits in order to keep your stock up to keep your investors from selling so it's it's this vicious cycle well, and where's the top? You're not always going to no be top. not always going to be making record profits. Well, there is no top, and this is what we're we're seeing across industries in the world is, you know, as much as um, the Republicans and the MAGA hat wearing people want to uh, shit on globalization, the the fact of the matter is we're uh, essentially a single market across the globe well see bob that's not the concern the concern is that the the, uh the brown person sitting next to you might have the same rights as you and we can't we can't have them thinking they're as important as white people well that's true that's just yeah they are but it's the point. They have to use... Hydras tech- Elva and David Diggs are human beings. Yes, they are fundamentally better than we are. 
But I'm of the superior race. Sure you are, babe. <laughs> sure you are. Yeah. Well, my point just is, I mean, I, in theory, you hire the managers or you hire the producers to be able to deliver work within a certain time frame. Isn't that your job? Yeah, and they accomplish it. Do they? That's the, that's the point. When Alan, your game gets I mean, delayed a year, do they? For some reason, they thought that would be the better move. Well, and for, I mean, it's almost like part of the development cycle. It's almost like they want to say, oh, the game's going to come out this year. Maybe, you know, drum up some interest. Maybe, you know, I don't know if that would affect the stock price at all. And then, oh, delayed a little bit. Sorry, guys. See you next year. (laughs) Not saying that they're lying about stuff, but I do think that there's definitely... Because you know how long it takes to make a fucking game. Well, that's one of the things about this whole age that started around, like, Xbox-ish time, original Xbox, where you could deliver patches. And not just, like, small patches, like, major patches. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you could deliver DLC. And all of a sudden, creating a final product on release date oh, was no longer important. Right. I mean, to be fair... If you, when you have a game that's huge, especially a lot of these Western RPGs, your Fallout's, your Skyrim, they're so big to to ship it without any bugs is it would be impossible. But, there were, but not without any bugs. Every game is going to have bugs. But but games used to be shipped in a state that was pretty much good if the game was good. Mm-hmm. You know, you weren't like... Well, we're not talking like original Nintendo era where it's like, yeah, just throw that out. Well, the you, will buy it even though it's fundamentally I mean, you, broken. What, what you have to accept, though, is that the ability to patch games has made games better um, because now... Over the course of time, maybe. Yeah. Assuming a game gets support... And it doesn't just get abandoned. I'm not say, saying it's made all games Mass better. Mass Effect Andromeda. But you know, if they couldn't, if they couldn't release patches, they couldn't create games of this scale. Oh, there's another game that got delayed. Didn't uh, the Anthem get delayed? Or am I misremembering? Mm, I don't know if there was ever a release date. I thought it got this pushed back in, like, a little April bit. I don't remember. My point just is, you know, when Goldeneye came out on the N64, for an easy example, it was perfect. That game, I'm sure it had bugs. They all have bugs. It didn't have, like, game-breaking, delete your saves, this thing doesn't work at all bugs. Mm -hmm. Whereas games come out now, and it'll be like, okay, well, like Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay, well, we're delivering the single-player day one, and then we're going to deliver the multiplayer a month later. Well, hold on. I'm sorry. (laughs) Is that a thing that they're doing? Yes. Oh, that's that's a buyback strategy. It's to prevent people from selling their games, but that's my point. Is the in the back in the back in the day, back in the day, that shit wouldn't happen. No, they couldn't do that. No, and now it's all these strategies just born out of convenience. You know, like I said, look at a game like Goldeneye. That game was that game was good. That game Perfect. was solid. Perfect. It didn't need. And if there was some sort of patch they rolled out in a future future run of cartridges, it wasn't going to be like major changes or I mean, Zelda or stuff. I know if you go look with a game like Ocarina of Time. Oh, you can there find. Are, right. There are revisions 
but they're minor. And if you have an older vision, it's not like you have the shitty version. It's not of a game-breaking game. thing that's going to stop you from. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with unless you unless you get caught that in that one part of the water temple. My point like is, that. is don't you hire quality control for a reason? You do, but that's expensive, though, Alex. Why? When? Why? Why spend tons of money on quality control when a bunch of sheep are going to go buy your game on day one and do your QC for you? I mean, I no, mean that, I that's under, the honest truth of it. I completely understand all the business realities, and I understand the reasons why everything happens. I'm just saying, why can't anyone ship a fucking complete product? And I understand there's a big difference in scale between making Super Mario Brothers 3 and making Fallout 4, you know? Because people tolerate it. People do not speak with their wallets. And that's the end. That, well, and the whole realm the of any kind. So many people, it's like, use entertainment as their, like, personality, if that makes any sense. Like, well, I'm a gamer, so I have to play games. I, ha- I have to do this. I have to get this game. No, you don't. I'm saying from their perspective. Yeah. That's they have. They feel like no. they have to do it. Like, you don't have to go see every Marvel movie. You don't have to. But you do. But you do. And if, if that if that hey we didn't see Ant Man and the Wasp, yeah, that was okay breaking the cycle. <laughs> but I mean, and if that's that's your thing, you're really into it, and that's what you want to do. You know, that's fine. But you have to, you you can't complain about it. Then you can't complain because you're enabling the behavior. Uh, if you buy all the DLC and then you go and complain about DLC endlessly. Well, you're a you're hypocrite. Buying it, right? Like that's why they're doing. They know they can fleece you for more right. money. And so, and sometimes the DLC is very worth it. Sometimes it is. I had some good DLC in the past. Yeah, um, I think most of the Mass Effect DLCs from those first three games are great. Most of them, yeah. Uh, that Frozen final Wilds one was for Horizon Zero Dawn was a good DLC. Still haven't played it. Uh, there, there are good DLC, but. You know, the practice if, if itself you, is something that we've all bought into that we never should have bought into. Yeah, it's like just raise the price of the game and include this in the game when you ship it, because the like games have been sixty dollars forever. Yeah, it's been a long time. And based on the amount of entertainment you get out of a game, I would be willing to pay more for an initial what game. I, what I what I do think is ridiculous is I do think games should cost more than sixty dollars, and that's why. We ended up with microtransactions. I would say these AAA big games. Well, yes, and that's why microtransactions were going to happen no matter what. Though, even if the game's one hundred and twenty dollars, they're going to microtransaction your ass. People are still buying. Well, that's the thing. They were so successful, like they needed the microtransactions to 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 kind of get to where they needed to go. But well, it I went so also, far and above. I will also what they say, need. though, right? They use them to such an extent now because it's just part of the record profits. We made record profits with it. We got to keep it you going. Know, I, 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 I sit there and I think, you know, the whole thing with loot boxes and the fact that it's gambling that really bothers me, and the the governments of the world absolutely should crack down on it. Um, and it'll be interesting to see. I think it's Belgium. I believe it's Belgium. And what happens there? Uh, well, because right, if I'm spending my money on your stupid game, I want to know what I'm getting. Yeah, I think they're moving away from loot boxes though to this battle pass strategy after Fortnite's success. Well, they're gonna they're gonna move away from loot boxes because they don't want to get regulated, and that that's gonna be no one wants to be regulated. 
that and that'll be the reason. But Bob, it's time for the regulator. Oh. But I, I you know, I I don't blame I don't blame the game companies for going with DLC. I don't blame uh Well, they saw this. they could get away with something, so they continued to do it. You well, know what I stopped doing? And I stopped get, buying games. Maybe get away with is the bad terminology. It's we provided a service or we provided a product and the market told us that it's okay. Yep. It, so we're going to keep exactly. doing it. Exactly. In the end, all of these sorts of situations are the consumer's fault. Because if you don't buy it, they will react. Mm-hmm. One way or another. Maybe it'll be a poor reaction. Maybe you won't like the reaction. But if you don't buy that as well, eventually you're going to end up with a result that you like. Or they'll just go out of business. Mm-hmm. You know, if people like... With, Without with the, telling any of their employees? Like with the crown jewel thing. If people were really legitimately actually upset about that and a million people just unsubscribed from the WWE network, there would be a reaction. Mm-hmm. But people don't care about the fact that someone died. They don't care. No one right. gives a shit. I'm just talking about it just in general. No, I know. I know. And it's the same thing with DLCs. If people were only buying like the really good DLCs and the shitty DLCs never sold, there would be an adjustment made. There would be an effort at higher quality. Mm-hmm. Or they just wouldn't do DLC. Or the company would go out of business, <laughs> a la Telltale Games. Yeah, hey, by the way, guys, company's done, and none of you are getting severance. Okay, <laughs> bye! You're fucked. You're fucked. And your health insurance runs out on Friday. Bye! Yeah, thanks for the warning on that one. Well, and what bothers me is it's not even... I'm I'm not even saying you should just stop buying video games altogether or... Um, well, because here's the thing, right? All media is shitty. Yeah, there are, there are problems with it all. What I'm saying, though, maybe don't buy it on day one. Maybe wait for it to uh, come down in price. Maybe wait for them to fix the bugs. Now, with with online games, with multiplayer online games, it's a particular problem because there's a huge advantage to getting in from the beginning. Um, otherwise, you've got an uphill battle against people who have been practicing at the game for longer than you have. Uh, but even then... Uh, you know you can you could wait and if more people waited it wouldn't be as bad well yeah, i used to be a day one person and now it's it's just kind of like i've got enough shit that i one i need to finish still uh and two it's just there's too well, much how many how many games are too long now i mean i don't mind the length of games so I much i mean i don't know if this only happens to me but I mind fuck myself when it comes to how much I paid for a game. So let's say I paid $60 for one game Mm -hmm. and then a week later I got another game that was $10. Even if the $10 game is way better, you play the $60. I probably play the $60 game because I want to feel like I got my value. And it's the, now I'm noticing this with Game Pass, where like Forza Horizon 4 just came out. Mm-hmm. But because I kind of sort of got it for free, I mean, I didn't really get it for free. I'm subscribed. But the subscription is like uh, literally next to nothing. It's nothing, right. 
So I convinced myself, oh, well, I can play it whenever, right? I'll get to it one day. And now, in this example, I've actually played Forza a lot. But I've noticed myself having to be like, okay, play some Forza. Instead of paying, instead of playing X that I actually paid money for, you know? No, I hear you. I don't know if I'm the only one who that happens to or not. Well, we always end up discussing, like, how much we paid for something by the hours of entertainment we got out of it. Mm -hmm. We've done that a lot. We've had that conversation a fair amount. And I think there is, you know, a token of value to it, but it's not everything, right? Uh... Well, ultimately, did you enjoy yourself? Did you have right. a good time with it? Was it a good story? Are you mad that you spent the money? Are you mad you wasted the time? No? Then it was probably worth it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about video games is their value per time spent is pretty much unmatched in any anything entertainment really. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, crazy. If you, if you think about it, you go to a movie, you know, you pay 10, 15 bucks a ticket, whatever you're paying especially if you refuse to go to the places that are cheaper. He just doesn't go to the theater anymore. And then, you know, you pay, what, 20, 30 bucks for concessions for two people. Conservatively. You've you've spent, you know, $50, $60 for three hours of entertainment because every movie's three hours now, and you got to take into account the half hour of trailers. (laughs) So, and then on the other hand, you could go buy a video game for 30 bucks that you'll play for 100 hours. I have played, I think I finally ticked over 300 hours in Stardew Valley. I finally got down to level 100 in the Skull Cave. I was very proud of myself. Uh, I have gotten well worth the $20 that I spent on that game. Well, and that's the thing. There's a lot of really good, you know, cheaper games out there that I've enjoyed. Oh, I just started playing uh, Binding of Isaac again, and I think I only paid like 15 bucks for that. Inside was really good. Having a blast with that. Inside was great. Um, I, bought games I wouldn't replay that, times but on different platforms because I've played them so yeah. much. Well, I bought a- Diablo three on the PC, on the 360, and on the Xbox One. I'm not mad about it at all. Well, what were we just talking about? They uh, said that they're going to release Final Fantasy seven on the Switch, and then it's going to be on that PlayStation like guy that they're releasing. And I'm like, oh well, well, yeah, I'm going to get both of those because why wouldn't I? <laughs> No, I've played probably close to 300 hours of that game, all told, like, lifetime. And to your point of paying for good DLCs, you know, for example, with Forza Horizon 4, they have that Ultimate Edition, and I like what they're doing with Game Pass, where, you know, because I already have the game, you can buy a version of the Ultimate Edition that's Sans game mm-hmm. and it's just the the two DLCs they're going to deliver at some point some other like the, the car pack of all the extra cars they're going to deliver over time and then the VIP pass that basically just like doubles the money you make in the game to make it faster to do stuff and that's like 50 bucks that's and I shitty. split it two ways no yeah I mean hey if you think it's worth it no, and for That's me, all that what matters. I'm saying is, you know, I basically got the game for two fifty a month. Right. So I don't mind paying. Actually, it's less than fifty because of Game Pass. They give you a discount. It's like forty five. So for like twenty to twenty one dollars or something, twenty two dollars, I'm getting all this other content, and I'm gonna play that game for a hundred hours. So it doesn't bother me. You know, so Microsoft was pretty smart in that regard. To kind of split off the the main DLC 
and do its own thing for Game Pass. Well, because they're still getting right, they're still getting some revenue from it. And the per- mm-hmm. and the person like me who's splitting it and only gets the Game Pass at a discount on Amazon, that's probably the rare person. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are just paying fifteen a month. Right. And Microsoft's uh-huh. making a shitload of money off them. I'm trying to think about the games that I've played like so much that I've definitely gotten like like so like yeah money's worth like like whoa. there's a lot I'm sure there's a lot yeah Resident Evil 4 definitely I've played that through like 15 times you know Capcom game. never releases patch notes because I think the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing over there but for some reason last night I got a patch to Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 0 on the Xbox One yeah and I went and looked and of course there's no patch notes <laughs> so who knows what they did but it's like those re- that remake has been out for like years oh that that remake of one is great it's probably some like i feel like when a game gets a magical patch out of nowhere it's always like a rights issue maybe like they had to pull some music Could out be. of the game or something yeah. how many hours do you think i've played tony hawk a lot a lot a lot too much i don't think you can play too much tony hawk i mean and that was a game I got for like fifteen bucks. I Stardew Valley. I've I played that over three hundred hours, and I paid I either fifteen or twenty for it. I don't know what it's called, but I always love that level in Tony Hawk that was like in a warehouse. I believe you know they call talking? it the warehouse. Yeah. Is it called the warehouse? Is it, it's like the first level. Yeah, it's a great level. <laughs> Those games were just endlessly playable, though. Like you could just sit down and like. This is what I'm doing tonight. Just jump off stuff. They speed. needed. They just need. They needed <laughs> to stop fucking with the mechanics after about underground. Because I think it was underground where you got the reverts. Once you got there, and then it was just kind of like just because DLC just, wasn't a thing yet. All you really needed to do new maps was just give me new maps. Just new maps. Just Endless new maps. new maps. Endless new maps. Well, you know that's a situation where there's probably new people working on the game who didn't make the original version or two, and they think they're smarter or their idea's better, Newsflash. and they want to put Incorrect. their stamp on it, Ew. and they kill the whole fucking series. Mm-hmm. Tony Hawk 5, I didn't touch... I watched him play a little bit of it, and I was like, I'm going to have a, like, a seizure from watching this because the oh, it, it was, was so hitchy. Yeah. I was like, this is going to give me epilepsy. Like, what What the fuck? That was bad. That was one of the worst games I ever picked up. And I got it for nothing. And I still regretted it. That's the worst when the game's like $2 and you're like, I can't believe I downloaded this. <laughs> it's free. Like, fuck, I can't believe I downloaded What a waste of time. <laughs> Here's a game that was totally worth the price. SimCity. I've spent a lot of time in SimCity. Rollercoaster Tycoon. Sims as well. Civilization 4. I loved Rollercoaster Tycoon. Uh, that game was great. Oh, yeah. I just I would always just throw the cheat in and, and see what well, the most ridiculous roller coaster you could build was. I've never played The Sims without the cheats. Like, I, I got a job, man. I got shit I got to do. Evidently, you can win SimCity 2000. Really? It's possible. There is an end to the game, evidently. Don't you get to like a certain population level and then some of the big like biodome things you built rocket off into space? I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's what happens. I've never gotten there. No. I'm not a very good city planner. <laughs> 
<sighs> Civ four though, I would get home from school or college classes, and I'd come home at like three, and I'd sit down in the office, and I'd fire it up, and then I'd look at the clock, and it'd be five o'clock in the morning. You know what? <laughs> what's kind of what crazy is there's not you don't get games coming out now that I I I feel like okay, I'm gonna go back and replay this. Like I would go back and replay some of those classic games. No, honestly, now I'm just like, oh, I'm kind of feeling like Final Fantasy Nine. I haven't played that in a really long time. Like, there, some of... And I have, like, literally dozens of games sitting downstairs that Hori- I still need to play. Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, oh, you mean, like... Stick of Truth. Uh, stuff you really enjoy. Yeah, like, even those games, you know, Mass Effect was a was... An anomaly. An anomaly, but even I don't think I could go back and play it again at this point. I uh, don't believe that at all. I mean, and I don't think you believe that that's either. That's my story and I'm sick of it. Uh-huh. But, you know, I'll go back. I'll play Mario any day. You know? Well, because there's something to the... You can, like, pick up Mario for 10 minutes and then there's, walk away from Mario. It's an arcade game. Right. Like, if you're sitting down and you're playing Mass Effect, like, you're playing until you get, like, to the Citadel for the first time. Like, you're playing for a minute, you know? Right. You can't just like, oh, let me play a few levels, and then I'll walk away. No, it's a it's a time commitment. Yeah, it's just a shame because they're they still make really good games. Oh, there's good games out there. There's just a lot of shit. Yeah. Too. Well, th- then you you re-release Final Fantasy VII on several different platforms, and I'm gonna play it again. I feel that my shit game radar is like super powerful. I think at this point, yeah. You know? I, I can feel a shit game just off a couple previews. Yeah. Like, I could just, like, watch one video and be like... Can I tell you right now? This game sucks. Can I tell you right now? I'm getting that vibe from Final uh, from uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. I saw some <laughs> How screenshots. How is it not going to be bad? I saw some screenshots from it the other day, and I was like... That seems like a game where, this is once on again, somebody... This PlayStation 4, man. Somebody can't plan... And the scope is way too big. Well, I think they were making a lot of money on doing like the side stuff, and then they were like, "Oh, right, the numbered series, the main series." <laughs> Fuck. Okay. All right. Yeah, I guess. Now, mind you, I'm still I'm buying that on day one because I'm a fucking shill. But um, yeah, I, I'm not anticipating it's going to be. Well, way to derail your entire argument. No problem. <laughs> We all have our things, Alex. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's the Disney characters and SquareSoft characters entering, uh, interacting is mine. Is it? Um, that first game came out in two thousand and two. Wow, and there's only been three of them. Is it Knights of Tsushima, or what's the what's the Ghosts one? of Ghosts Tushima. of Tsushima? Yeah. Oh, that's the that new. Looks good. Um, it was one of the Sony games, yeah. right? Yeah, that looks good. That, that looks pretty, pretty. Punch. I'm into that. I don't know when that's coming out, though. It's a while. I was going to say, it's we've got a minute. Yeah. Um, I, I have very bad feels for Last of Us 2. Well, here's the thing. The problem with that is that that first game ended perfectly. And I, they've, they haven't rushed a sequel. They've taken their time with it. I'm sure it'll be fine. But that first game is, like, perfect. That Days Gone game from Sony just keeps getting delayed. I, I saw, saw today that today. That it's yeah. Again. I mean, I don't need to play another zombie game. I'm, I'm kind I think of they're good. They're claiming they're not zombies or something. They're zombies. Shit, How about you zombies. go? They're, they're zombies. Fuck off. I know. Though I have had, and we tried to itch this a while back now. 
I've had a craving for Left 4 Dead. All those Valve games just got Xbox One X enhanced. Oh, really? Left 4 Dead really? 1 2, The Orange Box. I think I still have Left 4 Dead, right? Maybe, yeah. Because we tried to fire it up a while back, and it wasn't backward compatible. Yeah, they all just got X enhanced on the oh, Xbox One X. Bob, we got to play some Left 4 Dead 2 or Left 4 Dead Gotta get the orange all, box in all, there. I don't know which one I have, but if we have the same one, we could get some Left 4 Dead going, Erica. We should do it. Portal. And then I could yell at this Bob after trial. he fucks everything up. Well, you know I'm not We're very good at video games. Huge success. You could be. You yeah, know what you gotta do, Bob? I'm really good at Mass Effect. You know Effect. what you gotta do, Bob, is while you're get moving your thumbs on the controller, you have to use your brain at the same time. Can't do it. <laughs> it's impossible. You're asking way too much, oh, Alex. Oh my god, I had so much fun with Left 4 Dead. Like, it's, that was one of those games that I felt like I could give everybody a controller and we would have a good time with it. Yeah, because it's not really... You don't really have to do great to have a fun time. Even playing through alone, which isn't great, I still enjoyed it thoroughly. I really enjoyed it. You know what's going to be really great? Half-Life 3. I was reading about uh, uh, something about Valve today. Uh, how remember that article that came out a while back that the guy wrote on Polygon that was like Valve is not your friend and stop acting like it. Yep. He had kind of a follow up to that today with just Steam is garbage and there's absolutely no uh, uh, no hands on like um, it's not curated curation is what the word I was looking for. It's all just algorithms and there's no like f- you know personal interaction with the developers anymore and it's all just like just like a license to print money and yeah it's a shame you know I but you know, know what alex i, I, I will say this curation on steam though i would like a prime storefront that is curated and then a back storefront that's like okay anyone could get into that um, well, I just know for a while there, there were all those stories that they were pulling down, like, the adult games and stuff. And it's like, this is the problem all these places get into. Well, that... Is when you start picking and choosing what to let on there. Just that, let everything on there, assuming it's not, like, child porn. That is one of the things that I, I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit, is how tech gets into these issues where they may set... Like, and I don't know what Valve's... Uh, uh, user stuff says when you're a developer like I don't think it says anything you can just throw whatever the fuck up on there but like your Twitters your Facebooks where it's like they have stuff about hate speech in there but then they don't do anything about it until like 15 and then they years selectively enforce 15 years too late and then everybody's like um what the fuck like oh you're silencing me it's like if you're gonna have the rules in place then you need to enforce them from the beginning like, all the time no matter how expensive it is yeah, I like. I always say Google made the same mistake. They should have said. They should have said from the beginning. Well, just when it comes to search, they should have said, "We're going to remove stuff like the, the easy example is always child porn. You know, anything like that that's heinously illegal and just terrible. We're not allowing that. But on the other hand, we're not going to go in there and say like, oh, we're going to remove that one link.'" Because you threw us a DMCA request. No, fuck you. You know? We can't do that. We we're, we don't have the technology. Okay, go You on. know? The finger thing means the money. Yep. 
Valve is such a shame uh, because they they did. How do you end a game as you end Half Life Two Episode Two and then just go? Well, that's the thing is they're making so much money. You know, no one knows how much, but it's a lot. And well, they get thirty percent off of every game sale. Exactly, on they're they're killing it. They're doing okay. So, I just you can't make one video game that you're going to make a profit on. Could you could you imagine if they released they they came out with uh, a Steam machine? People even made half wanted to buy uh and they said i have a steam machine it's my computer yeah thank you half-life 3 exclusive to the steam machine for six months i will say now that would just get pirated i don't know that it would five six years ago maybe yeah you're way too late at this point we're that would just that game would just be on every torrent website within two minutes when did episode two come out? Forever ago. Was it tw- uh, 2007? It's in the orange box on the 360. It's 2006 or 2007 then. Yeah. So it's been conservatively 10 years since that game. The last like yeah. episodic piece came <laughs> They out. just abandoned it. Well, you know what though, Alex? I got the one pager from the writer. And honestly, I'm fucking fine. Well, I don't know that that was like... What was going to but happen? But it's though. something. It was. It's I think something. it was like well, this is one of the options, and that was fine for me. All right, I'm good. Uh, Valve, from what I've heard, like they get they got up in their heads about it. they didn't want they wanted to make sure that with their next Half Life, like they did something innovative and whatever, and you know they've been in development help over that and going the back. The finger and forth. thing means the money, but maybe that was the case at the beginning. And it's their management structure there, and that they the don't have one. Yeah, but you know what? You, if you a game like that is about storytelling, mm-hmm. and all of the game the game mechanics are important because the game mechanics aren't fun. People aren't going to want to play it. But they were fun. They were dated, so but it, fun. It was it was the story that hooks you to play through. That's why I still go back and play the first, uh, or boy, I play Half-Life 2. I love Half-Life 2. It's old as shit, but I love that Actually, game. Actually, that game has aged well. There's something about that engine where all you do is bump the resolution and the game it's still fine. looks pretty good. Yeah. Been a minute since I've played it, though. You get, I got to... I think... Um, I don't know if Black Mesa finally released Zen. I don't uh, know. Uh... I wanted to you had played through that, right? Or were you waiting until they released Zen? I, 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 um, I was waiting for... Because you downloaded it. I think it's on... I have Black Mesa uh, from back before Valve gave them the okay to sell it. Maybe Black Mesa. Um, but then when I got to the end of that, I was I like, okay, you. I'll throw in... Uh-huh. I, you, you know, I had the official copy of Half-Life 2 or Half-Life. So I went back and I was like, okay, I'll go play Zen and see the end of the game. And God damn it, that shit's hard. It's so hard. Jumping it, in first person is. It's difficult. so hard, and it makes no sense. And it's, uh, and so Black Mesa was supposed to make a lot Fix of changes to it. If you enjoy platforming in a first person, you should play some Destiny. 
because it's all platforming in first person. Well, thank you for giving me even more reason not to play Destiny. There was, let me lay this out for you. In Destiny 1, there was a raid. And in the final encounter, there were two versions of a, because in Destiny, they tend to teach you one version of a fight Mm -hmm. and then add layers onto it later. Interesting. So in this one version of a fight, it's this sister's fight in this, uh, it's called the, the, it was in the Taken King. I can't remember what the name of the raid was right now. King's Fall. Jesus. Anyway, you had to get the brain work in there for a moment. Oh, hey, man, I have those days where I'm just like, I, I get just the word is gone. So <laughs> there were there were six of you in here, right? And two of you would be on the ground and you'd just be fighting enemies. And then there would be four people standing next to these big circular platforms. And one of you... And in order, based on where things were in the arena, I don't remember all the little details, you would have to jump on these platforms. One, two, three, four, in order. And then, (laughs) I think it was the fourth person would then spawn platforms in front of them that they had to jump to that would circle you up and around the arena to then get to a glowing orb that you had to grab. And I'm talking like 10, 15 platforms you'd have to jump to one at a time. <laughs> Bob's like going to fucking flip. And you would have to grab this orb and slam it down onto one of the sisters who you could then deal damage to. So assuming you could deal enough damage fast enough, you would only have to do this twice. This was actually not that bad because in this circumstance, you could pick someone to do this. So it would always be the same person. So like if I'm good at it, I could just do it every single time, you know, and it would probably I would only fuck it up one out of 100 times. You know, if no one's good at it, you really have a problem (laughs) now. This Alex, this sounds awful. This was the easy version of this. The fight that would then follow this, which was the final boss, was basically this, but instead of it being the same person every time, it would be random. And so if it just happened, and you'd have to do this like four times throughout the fight, and if it just so happened to randomly pick a person who can't jump, you're fucked. (laughs) And this is not a two-minute fight. This is a 20-minute fight. Yeah, no. See, Alex, everything you've described just makes me say... Sounds terrible, doesn't it? Bob, you made a really good decision not buying Destiny. We're going to have to like look up a video of this so you can see what I'm talking about. Because it was actually really, really fun. But if the wrong person... Like, at one point, we had this one friend who's just a terrible jumper. And he got picked once. He literally jumped off the side. <laughs> he's like, I'm not even gonna he's like, bother. He's like, I can't do it. There's no I'm reason. Like, what are you doing? At least try. You gotta at least try. Ah, fuck it. And in that same raid, there were these ships, and they would come in. They would basically like not be there. Appear. You would have a chance to jump on them, and then they would vanish again. And you would have to know, you'd have to memorize the order of where they would appear and how long they would be there and jump from one to the other to the other to make it across the gap to continue. And so, and you have to have all six people do this. Like, you can't only have five of you do it because that one person would just be left behind. There's no, like, pull them forward. Right. You know? So, 
they would I'm talking like you would have to hit jumps like you'd have to hit like 15 jumps in a row <laughs> and these were not hard but if you have like if a it's fear not your of thing, heights yeah or it's you're just not good at jumping first could, person we, jumping we would, though sucks we would literally oh it's impossible. some nights have to sit there for half an hour waiting for like one or two people just shooting the shit yeah thanks what you guys have for dinner tonight that's why i'm such an excellent podcast you see that new movie though i will say the jumping in the first portal was pretty good well it was forgiving yeah you know yeah you gotta if if your platforming first person is super precision that's just miserable it's it's cruel it's a cruel thing (laughs) to do to someone it's like an ultima eight situation yeah and now that I know neither of you are fans of first-person jumping, it's my life's dream to play Destiny with you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wasn't there, like, a little bit of jumping in Left for Dead, now that I'm thinking about it? I don't remember. I don't mm. think so. It's been a minute since I've played. It was a fun game. I enjoyed mm. the shit out of that game. Are we good? Yeah, I think we're good. Bob, anything else? Nah. Well, thanks for being here. Oh uh, well, thank you for having me in my own home. I appreciate that. Feel good that you said that to me. Well, Bob the dog, <laughs> come here and hug me, and hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>